Hey everyone, welcome back and happy June. I can't believe that we've already made it here. And I'm going to go off our normal script while there are so many verses that we can go to during our Sunday discussion. This podcast is more of a reflection and just allowing ourselves to be human and the human aspect of what we bring to this day. Whether it's my recent reading of Your Body, Your Home, uh, kind of a guided meditation, Home Body by Ruby Cower, or my own work on a workbook I'm publishing for the ICU staff at the hospital, I've been brought to the images of embodiment and of home many times over the last few weeks. And as we welcome Pride Month in and acknowledge the vast variety of life experiences that our community holds, we recognize also the vast difference in how we define home and have redefined home throughout our lives. So today I just invite you into exploration and more of a guided meditation than a true sermon per se. Perhaps I'm just feeling a little bit more bold with Ryan out of the picture for this week, uh, so bear with me. I hope that it brings a lot of goodness, but of course, if you hate it, that's all right. That's what Sunday discussion is for. But my hope is that once again, our collective wisdom will inspire us towards the community and explore what it looks like to experience home in the here and now, even with the acknowledgement of all the places we continue to go. So I invite you to take a big, deep breath in, let it out. If you feel comfortable and are able to, to close your eyes. If you're driving, maybe don't do that. But if you can, take a second just to imagine that you are a home. And there are so many beautiful and amazing things about this house. Its strength, its uniqueness, And just take a second to take in what your house looks like as we walk in the front door. Perhaps we stop for a second to admire all the accolades over the fireplace. Think of the things you've accomplished this year. You've survived. That is enough on its own. Perhaps you grew closer to this community, learned something new about yourself, or allow yourself grace in a new way. How does your home make you feel? Perhaps there's open space for hosting or the perfect reading nook. And as we look around, perhaps we see doors that we haven't opened in a while. This pandemic has taken a great deal of emotional energy and we've all experienced a great deal of new. So today I just want to take some time to explore what home looks like, both in light of the fact that life is slowly coming back to being able to see one another in person again, and also in light of Pride Month. Everyone has some relationship with the word home, sometimes more positive than others. But what do we have in our house? 
I can speak truthfully that this community houses a great deal of love. And that is evident in the way love is put into action, whether it is through attending protests for Black Lives Matter and to end Asian hate, spending time changing the world through a community garden, or showing up for Pride Month. This community is a home to love. You have a favorite spot in your house, or maybe you are a host like me who loves that feeling when I invite people over into my space to share. There's a lot of goodness in the house of this community. And of course, we must recognize that the houses we came from, whether our families, previous churches, others, were not always fully this way. And as we walk through the house, we may see reminders of this past. While Pride Month is a joyful time of celebration, it is also an acknowledgement that the first Pride was a riot. And while there is plenty of chosen family to celebrate with, it is not always possible to share this with our biological families. For anyone, there can be pain still lingering from times we did not feel belonging. And our grief, our pain, and our trauma, they live in the dark rooms, or maybe the closets in our house, to perhaps be too cliche. Some folks have had their whole selves locked in a closet without their permission, whether that's because of your identity or because of outside pressure limiting what could be the image of God. When it is us that have put things in these closets, we try to hold ourselves together and not always go to those rooms in our house. We sometimes feel it will take too long to clear everything out and put it back in order before we have to get up and go to work again or tend to family, so it's just best to let the closet be. And we must recognize that this is not an inherently shameful thing. Just as we explored in learning to walk in the dark, that darkness is not a shameful thing. These rooms and this mechanism was often born out of necessity. It was trying to protect you while you were in go mode. And even in light of the pandemic, when a break finally came, we second guessed it, not sure if we could fully let our bodies relax for even a second for fear of how painful it might be to tense back up, whether to face another surge, or perhaps in other spaces of our lives, another rejection. But unfortunately, when we try to keep the mess in this closet, it has a funny way of seeping into every aspect of our lives. Suddenly we find ourselves not able to get a good night's sleep because our dreams have turned into stressful nightmares. Sometimes a highlight reel of events we've experienced plays over and over. We find that our eating and drinking habits change or that simple tasks suddenly become incredibly stress-inducing. When you are ready, you are allowed to break open. In fact, some of the best writing, the best breakthroughs, the best music lyrics come from vulnerability. At some point, we need to open up those closets or rooms to sort through what has been collecting 
inside. And the reality is every house has a limit. There's only so much it can hold. And we can't hold the blame to the house for not caring more. It is healthy and okay and normal to have a limit of how much one can take. I have definitely experienced this this year. My dreams and waking anxiety tell me of the things that I've experienced this year and that there's still quite a lot of unfinished processing lurking behind the closet doors of my home. But I have faith that as we are able to take more time to allow these things out of hiding, the whole house, your whole self, can take a sigh of relief. This week in counseling, my counselor invited me to consider the armor that I have kept up for the majority of the year as I, alongside many of you, have watched over and over again more and more grief accumulate. And at one point he asked me to thank the armor for doing its job even though I had applied perhaps a negative value to it, it is still a part of me and the house that I've been building. And it took having someone else in a house outside of mine to be able to look and offer me the compassion and grace that I needed in order to recognize the strength that has been within the house of mine. We're in this together. And we must take time to remind ourselves of what has already come, what is here now, and what is in the future. Because while you have housed grief, you have also housed resilience. Whether it has been part of a journey in becoming more of who you are made to be, the Imago Day, or in light of the pandemic, or in overcoming any number of difficult, tragic, and even traumatic events in our lives, you are still here. All of you is welcome here. There's no competition or anything left to prove. There's no part of you that must stay outside of the church doors or your own house doors. All of you is welcome here. And as you look around at your metaphorical house, I invite you to imagine them filling up with resiliency and new hope. Perhaps you paint the walls. This is not to cover up or ignore what was there before, but it is an image that welcomes in something new. When you're ready to pull everything out of the closets, everything out you haven't touched this year, look at each piece and experience and determine what gets to stay in your house and what you need to let go of. This process is true to our spirituality. It is true to our main values that drive us each day. It's true of how we define relationships, both with ourselves and with others. With the pandemic as an example, there are things you've encountered for the first time that have helped you cope. And there are perhaps old coping mechanisms that no longer work for you. Over this year, you have changed and adapted to an ever-changing and ever-adapting external environment. 
There are heavy experiences that perhaps you need to take some time with and either make new meaning from or put them down for a while. Not everything do you have to continue to carry with you. Part of this process of finding time to see what is in our houses and to rewrite our stories is to reclaim some of the power from the year, from the isolation, from whatever has kind of seeped into those closet spaces. Take time to thank the parts of you that you have carried so far and allow yourself the grace to put some of those things down. And as we come to a close and approach the door to leave this house, here are some things I hope that you remember. You are a home and you are worthy just as you are. No sexuality, no life experience, no things present nor things to come, no height nor depth can separate us from the love of God. I know that every one of us is a house or a sheep worth tracking down and loving. God has demonstrated this to us in so many ways. This journey is, we have been on is true for those on the path, whether towards queer inclusion, and also a frame for anyone who's working through not always feeling accepted or loved for who they are. But to remind ourselves of some external validation, God has made and loved us already, even when we have struggled to accept ourselves. God expands not just outside of the closet, but outside of the entire house itself. God can't be contained in four walls and is truly represented in the diversity of the Imago Dei. This means that we too are not contained to a closet, but are allowed to break open into new life that celebrates all of who we are, even when for some we were once told otherwise. Remember, you are a home, and you are part of a neighborhood. This community embraces all and is intent on sharing love and acceptance, not just with our own neighborhood, but those surrounding as well. Matthew 7, Jesus talks about bearing good fruit, and the fruit that I see from these homes in this neighborhood of Mission Hills Christian Church is good fruit of deep self and theological exploration, of self-acceptance and celebration of one another, of rest, of standing up for justice, and participating and sharing God's deep love for the world. All are welcome at the table. And on that note, I am so excited for the day we can safely share a meal together. While we have done so many amazing things to adapt to the pandemic, live music, and this journeying together around the table are the two things that I miss the most about pre-pandemic life. Both of those things are essential to how I embody sharing home with other people, and I cannot wait to share those things again. And as you think back over your metaphorical house, I hope that this was a space in which you can see the beauty, the resilience, the love from which comes. 
We talk a lot about what it means to be community. And I wonder in our conversation how we might explore what our houses look like, what it means to be part of a neighborhood, and what it means to be true to who we are, to reconnect with our bodies, and love all of the home that we are in. And as I said, there are there will be plenty of space to explore what this means contextually within the text. Um, I also will be leaving a number of poems from Rupi's book, Homebody, uh, just because I think they speak a lot of truth to um, what, what the intent of this exercise is. And while it is off script and it's different, um, I hope that this is a space in which we can really begin to integrate some of the things that we have talked on so many levels um, here with ourselves today. Um, so all of those things, thank you. So excited to talk more on Sunday. And as always, may we love God, embrace beauty, and live life to the fullest. Amen. <laughs>